are back. Welcome back to Talk It Up. Today's guest, Tony Brown. How you doing, my guy? What up, bro? That's how I start every episode, by the way, now. Okay. It's, the, it's the synergy. It's like, that black guy dapped that white guy. And I can see it visually in this <laughs> caption. When you messaged me earlier today. What'd I do? You messaged me with a white hand. Oh, my emoji? Yeah, it was white. It I think it's default. It wasn't even yellow. It's not default. I think de- oh. default is yellow. So you think I clicked it white? Oh, you turned it white. So I made sure to send it. Well, would it have been more inappropriate if it was a black hand? I sent the black hand back to you. Did you? Just because I saw yours was white instead of yellow. That's how unracist I am. I didn't even notice the color of the hands. <sighs> or maybe. Do you think that's why they did yellow as like the basic one? I don't know. Because they were like, let's pick some neutral, like some Simpson shit. Yeah. Fuck it. Asians are yellow. Oh, now you made it even worse though. Uh, What do you think? That's probably why they did the Simpsons yellow all those years. Is no, that wasn't an issue when Simpsons. No, I mean it was always an issue. But yeah, we're not. What what a way to start off the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, racial tension. Racial. Do you like that, guys? But you did you get offended by my white hand? No, not at all. But I noticed it. I would have never noticed. I did. So do you think at some point I clicked that I wanted a white hand? You had to have. It would be because you clicked that you wanted a black hand. Yeah, because yours would be yellow, like the smiley face you sent me right next to it. I've had my phone for so long, but I I would assume at one point it was the most appropriate hand that I could choose. You chose the white hand. And you chose the black hand. I thumbed up with the black hand. (laughs) Anyways, now that we're done with this racial ass shit, man, how you been, man? (laughs) Great, bro. Good, man. Living life. This is what it looks like when two people make racial jokes. And they've been... And it's fun. Friends forever. Yeah. And he's got a black hat on and I got a white one. Oh, more, more. Uh, and he's got a white shirt and I got a black one. Oh, Jesus. But our hearts are red, I bet. Boom. Are they though? Or is that just what they blue. put in? The blood is blue for sure. So is the heart red. Oh, Jesus. Good point. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's got to be. Mind fucked. It's got to be. Uh, it's, it's, I remember, dude, I remember being in a biology or is it biology? A human. Science biology. I remember being in a class in high school. I'll just leave it at that where um, they were teaching us about blood and how it's blue because I'm super white. So you can tell like they're blue. And I remember uh, uh, someone, uh, the biology teacher, whoever saying that blood's blue until it reaches oxygen and it turns red. But then here's what threw me off. And this is how stupid kids are for sure. Me. I remember telling, they're like, Oh, um, so when you get cut or Essentially, long story short, they're saying that blood travels through your veins, which we all know, right? But I was like, what about when I scrape my knee or my knuckles? Why do I bleed? Like, if I scrape my knuckle, I bleed. There's no vein in my knuckle. And I never figured that out. Is there blood everywhere, even in the skin? Who's asking this question? I don't I know. am. I don't know. So, But give me your best guess. Yes. There's yeah. blood in my, in my skin? Yeah. But what are you basing that off of? I'm basing that off of that your blood needs skin to be alive. I don't think that's real. <laughs> it just sounded I think you right. Made that up. It sounded right. No, but isn't that like it's right. an organism? It's 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 a it's a hold on organism. Duh. It is right. It's a cell. It's an organ. Your skin it's is an a organ. Cell, which is an organ, which needs blood flowing through it. Somewhere in the world, there's a biology teacher. It's like these fucking, fucking idiots. idiots. <laughs> They didn't listen to a goddamn shit. thing. Okay. But I remember, I remember thinking that. I remember freaking out. I'm like, does that mean I hit my vein? Like whenever I scrape something like my knee and I bleed and they're like, no, it's, uh, I guess they're like, it's, it's in your capillaries. Your I remember that. teacher was Asian. We were talking about yellow. Jesus. Your science teacher was Asian? Yeah. Yours was too. Was it? Same science teacher? Come on, bro. You remember? I don't think, I, I think the Asians were math. No, dude. Our there was an Asian. Teacher, you don't remember her? She was like 
Do you remember her name? No, but she lives down the street from me. <laughs> she still lives there. I don't. I don't remember an Asian science teacher. Science. Yes, teacher. dude. Nate was in her class. I remember because she said Nathan. <laughs> Why is this so racist? <laughs> I'm just being real. She's like Nathan, and they'd be like, "My name's Nathan." She'd be like, "Okay, Nathan, get your ass to class, Nathan." That is that is very racist. Okay, but um, it's real. Did you ever remember freaking out about things in school when you're little? Like, I'll give you one exact one. I, I remember freaking out that I wouldn't be able to figure out a clock because I remember like <laughs> it scared I, you. Like, I hate it. How everyone's so on point with a clock. And then they got it, bro. Like the rest of the class got it quick. And they were like, <laughs> like if the big hands here and the little hands here. What is that? And it was easy at first because I'm like, if it's on the six, I'm like six. It's seven, it's seven o'clock. But when they started messing with that big yeah, hand uh-uh. and then the little hand got a little bit off. And I'm like, what does it mean? And, <laughs> and like everyone like but I remember looking around like kind of how we do as adults still. But like as a kid. And like little Steve, I'll make up a name. He's like, it's 647. And like, that's right, Steve. And like, what about here? And like Clara would be like, it's it's 728. And I remember being like, yeah, 728. Like I had no idea. But I remember thinking like, there's no way. There's no way. And I remember I I went home from school that day, dude. And I had bad parents, so they weren't trying to ask me about my day. So I remember going to my room and just being like, I'm going to be the only kid that doesn't know how to tell time. And I remember, like, I'm just gonna get digital clocks. Like, it's just, <laughs> stupid, bro. That was like my, that was my mindset. Dude. No, you're not. I remember thinking that. I don't even remember the moment where I figured it out. I just remember worried that I wouldn't. Yeah. So that was me with multiplication. Like oh, multiplication. Yeah, dude. I was oh, so scared because like all the kids. I remember my third grade teacher. If you're out there, Miss Hill, I said your name. It's you, Miss Hill. Would like let you have these big candy bars, bro. If you got like all your multiplication chart like that Correct. week. Oh, I forgot about the chart. You, you remember the chart? Yeah. Yes. So if you got down the chart that week and you got that number or that like four times ten, if you got all your fours or you know what I mean, all the way up to tens. Should we give you candy? Going, you would you'd be on your way to this big candy bar. Like this huge candy. Bar. What does on your way mean? You get like well, like well. The thing ones? was, was yeah. Well, no. You. She had like this, this plaque in the class, and everyone was like a little person on like a rocket ship, and she had like the planets that ran across the fucking the uh, the class like a above banner? the board. Yeah, and everyone started off at Earth or like our planet, yeah, like Earth and then it was like Neptune, Venus, I don't I don't know, Pluto. So like graduate planets. Yeah, you graduated planets until you got to the sun. And the sun was a candy bar. And the bar. sun was the candy bar, bro. <laughs> and I was like I'm never going to hit the sun, bro, because I remember looking up there, dude, and that my black ass was still on Earth. And everyone else is like hitting Pluto, bro. They didn't pass. Like, <laughs> was Pluto yeah. the last one, bro? No, I don't know. I don't. Pluto's not so a planet like, anymore. It's like uh, first comes Mercury, Venus, Earth, and Mars, Saturn, Uranus, oh, Neptune, Pluto too. <laughs> you can learn the planets if you just hang loose. Yeah, bro. Like that's that's how I remember everything in school. Did it, you ever get the candy bar? I don't remember, but I know that was the one thing that like so when you would, had me shook. So you thought like maybe I'd be the one adult that just oh, doesn't want to multiply stuff. No, I was just gonna be like, this is gonna be I'm never getting that candy bar. You cared more about the candy bar. It was bar. a candy bar. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I, I understood where you're coming from. That's hilarious. I remember uh filming a video in elementary school. This is back 
in El Paso when I first moved here from Louisiana. It was a, uh, it was Mortal Kombat was like the newest Mortal, dun, 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 and you get all amped up, and they're yeah. like, we're gonna, we filmed a video, which now that I look back is kind of creepy because yeah. the teacher she was like, we're all gonna do this uh, like karate video, and it was to Mortal Kombat, and I was the only kid that can do a diving uh, roll, like I could run, dive, and then flip out of it, okay. like on the ground, yeah. and and they're like, well, you can't do this, this is against the rules, and I'm like, that's the only thing I can do to like contribute to this video, Miss yeah. P, or whatever her name was, and I, I I would boom, and then one, the I did it like a twenty times with perfect. When we filmed the actual video, I, I nosedive into the ground. I think I freaked out knowing I was on camera. And I was like, was like dun, 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 Mortal Kombat. And the kid came up, da, 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 da. <laughs> and he was like karate fighting. And then it was like, everyone did good. The girl came out and was like, you might. Dun, dun. And like the girls came out too. <laughs> and then everyone did good. And the finale was me doing that. And I was like, dun, dun, and I jump out, face dive, and just out, bro. Like I just dive straight into the ground. And I was like, Poof. like I just yeah. <laughs> maybe that's where like my brain injury came from. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's where it all started. But it's a funny story looking back. But I literally was <laughs> I was, like, so, I was so amped up by the song, bro. I thought I could land it. I mean, it happens. That's what's what happens when the camera hits, dude. I Everything think I got just goes, shy. bro. You remember? I used to be able to freestyle. So amazing. But you don't they, anymore. I just don't really freestyle. Anymore. But when the honest, camera's on, when that camera hits, bro, I would just be like, uh, or even a mic. How do you feel right now, knowing that there's a camera on and a like, mic? I don't really care. I'm old. <laughs> That's a good way of looking it's at it. It's different now. It's like, how many times have you guys really stared at me at Walmart or something like that? How many times are you at Walmart? A lot. Who's calling you, bro? Hi, man. Why are you not on silent? Me up. It's on silent. You oh, didn't hear it. I it saw it visually. Saw it. All right. <laughs> um, do you ever how many times because we're all adults now but it's like it's funny but whenever you sit back and recollect on like those small things like we're joking about it and it's very funny and it, yeah, it sure. is it will always be funny is there ever moments in life as an adult where you look back like if I would have nailed X, Y, and Z like my life would be different definitely bro yeah I think uh, the time thing was big for me I also think math was was a nightmare. I remember thinking uh, only smart kids knew math, which yeah. now that we're adults, we realize how useless math is, except if you're in a math-dominated field. field. Yeah. If you're an engineer or, or doctors, do doctors need to know math? Yes, definitely. You think so? Oh, for sure, bro. What do you mean? If you don't <laughs> cut in the right amount. Have you ever seen any doctor show ever? How many of those dudes know math? Tons of them. None of them. All of them. None of them. They just you, make stuff up. You're so in the shows. None, none of them break down an equation. If we have two ventricles and we times that by four and we add it up and we'll totally miss the liver. Like they don't do that. They're just like no stuff. They just know where it's at. I don't think they know math. And they guesstimate. If you gave a bro, a, let me give you a fine example. Being in the pharmacy industry, if you're a doctor and you give a person a hundred milligrams rather than three hundred milligrams. But is that math or is no. that? It's common math. But dude, I'm I'm only giving you like one instance of it because I'm showing you what I do. Somebody definitely has to take that into a higher So a little level. bit of math. I get like a person building a building definitely needs to know math. Yeah. But a doctor, probably less. This is just blowing me up. Yeah. Maybe he's sad. I don't know what the problem is. I mean, you know me being that person who's always helping his friends out. I'm kind of concerned. Anything important? Three missed calls. No text? None. All right. 
Not important. That's how you know. You're fine. We're good. Sorry, guys. <laughs> and we're back. Back to what we were talking about. Which was math and how dumb it is. It's got to be one of the most... I hate to shit on math because I guess it's important. It's important. Shouldn't it be an option? Wouldn't that be an elective? So check it out. Everything should be an option. I feel like America sucks at diversifying what we're good at. If you look at like the Asian culture, they give them... <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm just being real. I love you guys. This has nothing to do with the Asian in your neighborhood? I love you guys. All right, go ahead. Nothing. <laughs> Man, come on. <laughs> they give their kids general standard tests very young. Mm-hmm. And, and they're just like, look, this is what you're going to be, bro. You're either going to be a carpenter because you like wood. You're good with it. You're gonna Are you be- saying Asians like wood? I'm missing your point here, I man. I was giving a general. You said eight, you're into wood. You, what, what? Where did you get the wood thing from? Okay. okay. So what I'm saying is they give them a test, like a standardized test, like how we take like a uh, ACT, except theirs is just like trying to figure out what they're good at. And this is my understanding. I've, I've heard this. I don't know how true it is. I feel like they People, take the same ACT that we take. If we were I didn't to say it was an ACT. I said it's a test like an ACT. <laughs> It's a general standard test when they're young and they like put them towards that field. So they're like, okay, this dude scored really high in the ability to be hands-on and technical. Like a career placement test. Career placement test. So they're like, we don't know what you're going to be, but we know that you really suck at math. And like, we don't know what you're going to be, but we know you are not going to be a bodybuilder because your body is just not on that path. And we know that, you know what I mean? And it's like, we know that you're not going to be a firefighter because you're never going to be able to carry 200 pounds. We don't know that, though. We well, just think we know that. I mean. You tell it a kid, he's like, we were skinny as hell. We were okay, kids. But, <laughs> okay, but I'm not saying necessarily. Well, Asians are all small. so There's some buff Asians, I bet. Pretty much. Pretty we're, much. We're pretty much <laughs> Most people. I'm, Do you remember ever taking big. one of those placement tests? No, because I'm not in Asian. I'm just... No, that's not Asians, the only ones that take them. I was saying that I feel like they take one, and then, like, they send their kids on, like, a career path for that. I get what you're saying. You're and, saying- like, we don't do that. We send our kids to school, and they're like, okay, you can be a doctor, a scientist, a, uh, a fucking basketball player. You can be in the NBA and you're five foot seven. We don't care, bro. We're not realistic on what you can be. We're not just like, dude, you got no chance at being in the NBA. Let's be real. You're a short black kid. It's not supposed to happen. <laughs> or a short white kid. Or what? play basketball or, or play soccer. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just saying, I remember taking a placement test, not early. I remember taking one in high school about college. Yes. Like trying ready to figure out, we should, to figure out we where you're at in college. That's not the first time right. you're actually going to spend some money, I think. Exactly. And that's what I'm trying to say. That's not right. We should be giving these standard tests as youngsters just to where you feel like you generally want to be. And I mean, maybe, yeah, later on that changes. And that's the reason why in America we don't do it. But mm-hmm. let's be real. I feel like the way you learn is through kinetic wavelengths in your brain. You're like putting a, uh, basically, so from what I've read is the way you learn is you have like a pathway from point A to point B in your brain. And at first it's just like electrons that run across that pathway. Okay. And they're like quick napses. They just kind of fire and it's from here to here. You know what I mean? And then as you rip, Repetitively do this, it 
like drills like a hole in your brain, okay? Like a like a line mm-hmm. and then water is able to flow through that line and so the electrons go from point A to point B faster cuz now there's like a current. There's like a dip in the brain that allows water flow, so a quicker currency. You know what I mean? So now you're like bow bow bow. You're firing these things like months later because you've developed this dent in your brain that allows you to learn that fast. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So as as you're as you're doing that, you you get the concept young, you know what I mean? But later on, you're not able to do those kind of quick napsises because you're no longer developing. You know what I mean? Your brain stops developing. So it's it's no longer making those wavelengths, those dents in your brain. You're just going off of like the top layer quick napsis. You're not putting the line and the water that flows through and the electricity that flows through now. Now it's just the electricity going over the top of your brain. You understand? You don't have the quick connect wavelength because when you look at a brain, there's, it's full of lines, you see? And those lines are like rivers. And from one point of the brain to the next point of the brain, it's made a river, a connect, a connecting point mm-hmm. to where that thing that you do really good now has a river to it. You know, so, so for instance, you get a basketball, you dribble the basketball. The beginning, you never really, you didn't know how to dribble the basketball. So it was a quick connect wave. It just went and fired like a little electron when you stick your hands on the bulb and it goes, you know, it fires, but it's only firing because you're telling it to. But then it develops this river, okay, like it dents the brain and then water starts flowing through it and we know electricity flows through water quicker. You know what I mean? So now you have a quick napsis, I believe is what they call it. And your brain is able to take that information and travel it way faster because there's an indentation in your brain that allows the information to flow like a quick connect wave. But are you saying that that only happens with things that you're passionate about? No, that only happens when you're repetitive with something, repetitiously Mm. Repetitive with something. So you're saying if you can identify young what someone's interested what in. What you're really interested you build in on that. and make those quick napsises because I'm pretty sure that those napsises may automatically be there from mm-hmm. uh, genetic. I, I would imagine that yeah. genetically you develop napsises that are already going to be there in your brain. So if you can now over develop those, you know, your dad was a carpenter. Well, you kind of have that napsis already made there and now you really make that napsis as a carpenter. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess that would be super helpful for, I guess the counter argument to that would be the fact that people want different things as they grow. Like I remember wanting to be something when I was younger. They may, but you may not have that genetic ability. Sure. But also there's a huge history of people doing things very different from their parents. Definitely. But with the same skills, right? Same skill set. though. So that would be the the counter argument is like maybe, uh, and you could take it from good to bad, bad to good. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. The skill is the same. So I get what you're saying. So, but maybe let's play out a weird, again, utopian kind of situation where like, if you can identify, maybe that's an idea. And I know we're thinking out of the box here, but like, if you can identify young, like, uh, um, this person is Almost the way you have to declare your major in college. Yeah. Like if you can declare young. that young, so you're building in those skills and you can always change that major. Later. Yeah. But Later. that yeah. way your curriculum is designed to maximize those skills. Those intelligence. Until and that's kind of how I mm. feel like the other 
countries are doing it and we're not. That's what I was kind of getting at. That's very smart. I feel like that would have eliminated math for me since I totally <laughs> exactly. was not even you didn't and, want And it, it would have maximized math for the people that- Who, who loved were, it. Yeah. Who were into it. Yeah. You can go into that field. Mm. You know what I mean? That's what I kind of feel like we lack. I feel like we our, just made a Black Mirror episode. You ever see Black Mirror? I have. It's like Twilight Zone. Yeah. I, I feel like that could be one. It could be. Where they do that. I feel like, again, there's no perfect solution, but I like that you're saying that because that makes perfect sense. We, we, we spend a lot of time. I think it should be mixed. I think there should be some aspect of it. That's like, you have to do something different than what you're doing. Cause we can all benefit from learning from something new. Definitely. Um, and, but you're right. Having one main focus and that's what we're doing with the idea that we're going to stay open to other options. It's like, let's be real. The greats at things. What are they called? A great in anything. Yeah, the, the most great the people. Pioneers? Or? Proteges. Well, the protege is typically- Why are you a protege? Someone who followed someone else. Followed someone else's work. Yeah. And because mimicked it, made it better. Most of the time a protege is what? Like their offspring of another person. Or Normally, someone that was raised that way, right? Or raised in that area. Like mm-hmm. a really powerful scientist and someone else that's also young and interested and they in the taught field. them their way. Like an apprenticeship. Exactly. So that being, and, and most of the times, let's, let's be real in normal times, the apprenticeship or whatever was handed down to the next kin, next of kin or the next family. Yeah. Back in the day. Be. Yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, it may not be now. Yes. Because we realize that our protege could be someone of a whole nother. Yeah. Yeah. And be better at it. And which is the point, you know what I mean? But generally that's what it used to kind of be. You know what I mean? And that's what I was going to say. I always wanted to join a circus. You like them? Yeah. I also like the idea that you get to move around a lot. Maybe carnival is a better word. You know those traveling ones? Yeah, that yeah, just yeah, go yeah, no. I always thought that'd be a super cool job. I feel like you told me this when we were young. Like be a carny. But you you were more into the, you wanted to be in the like fair. <laughs> Bro, you're making me out to be like, <laughs> <laughs> like Robin from Batman or something? No, no, no I, I, uh, being real. You did. I wanted to go places and yeah, I'm like, we, we, but, but I also like, I knew that I would never make the amount of money to do it. Which technically now that I'm older doesn't make much sense. But at the time I remember thinking like what a cool job a carny would be because you literally go city to city. You don't make a lot of commitments. You meet new people in every city. All the time. You you can set up your stuff and you work that day at the fair. But then you also have like your ability to hang out in that city. Usually they're there for a week. Yeah. And then you form a camaraderie with all the other people running different machines. And then you all just hop on a similar uh, driving path or back in the day wagon, whatever it was. Yeah. And you would just go to the next place. And I thought, what a cool way to travel on a budget. (laughs) I don't know. I wouldn't do it now. But I remember at one point thinking like that'd be a pretty badass job. It'd be cool. Work at a carnival. I don't blame you. I would fit in though. You definitely would. Yeah. I think I'd be a little dirtier, but I can give me a week, bro. I'll fit right in. I think you'd be fine. You think I'm dirty now? No, you could could shower (laughs) is what I meant. Are there any black people in carnivals? Uh, there's, There's slim. Pickens. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen one. I've seen them. Yeah, not carnivals, but fairs, which is the same yeah. thing. It's like not a it's, desired. It's the same thing. Like you, essentially, you pack up with the state fair and you go to the next state, and they have their state fair. Do you think it's the same people doing the fairs and all? Maybe not. Like a guy here. Maybe not. Let's say we saw a guy here at the New Mexico State Fair. He's and then the in one. six months we took a flight to New York and they had a state fair. Do you think we'd see the same people? No. I definitely think there's like a different crew. Man. Yeah, definitely. Is there a fair in New York, man. you think? City? Where yes. Would, where would you even have it? I don't know. Like, but it's there. We could Google it right now. They got a, you know, 
damn well they got like I bet they have a state fair. I just don't know if it's in New York City. I bet it's in one of those one of those other no, it's in New York, New York. You know it is. I feel like it's in Albany. I bet you it's downtown inside of that damn. New York is all downtown. Central Park. Oh, that's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you. Probably is, bro. I don't know. I mean, that's where I would put it if I was from New York. <laughs> that's where I would put it. Because that's the biggest issue in Carnival. That's Carnival's. where everyone knows. Where are we even going to set this shit up? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like where do people want to come? I'm just saying, man, at one point, it was very <laughs> desirable to want to be a Carney, man. Definitely. Did you ever, uh, did you ever have a weird, you know, like when you're kids, like, I want to be a firefighter or a cop. Like, did you ever have, I was neither one of those, by the way. Did you ever have a thing that you wanted to be that now that you're adult, you're like, that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, rapper. Is that ridiculous? Though, it's nowadays? ridiculous. I think it's more non-ridiculous nowadays because of the internet. I think it's it's it's, it's even more ridiculous. <laughs> I feel like I'm like you're comparing your rapper dream to my carnival one. <laughs> I feel like mine's a little bit more ridiculous. No, mine's more achievable. Yours maybe, is more achievable, but it's so that more makes ridiculous. mine more ridiculous. No, 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 achievability holds ridiculous ability. I think for the amount of people, word, guys. <laughs> the amount of people that want to be rappers. Compared to how many actually become be carnivals is ridiculous. There's carnies. not a big fucking like group of people that want to be carnies. Exactly. That's why yours is more ridiculous. That's why yours is more attainable. It is more attainable. But that wasn't the question. The question was ridiculous. I know, but the only reason it's ridiculous is because it's not attainable. Being a rapper is attainable. It's not attainable. It's just less attainable. When it's ridiculous to attain. <laughs> <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Like it's just ridiculous. People listening are like, ah. yeah, the amount of work you have to put in is ridiculous. To be yes. a carny, attainable. But the the levels you would the uh, highest level of being a rapper is way higher. Than, like tell me, the most famous dopest carny is known way more than the dopest rapper. No, Siegfried and Roy. Nick, give me your top five carnies. Siegfried and Roy. Give me your top. Doesn't five Doesn't matter. Carnies. I know Siegfried and Roy, dude. I can give you my name, top five rappers. Name. Give me your top five carnies. Name any carny better than Siegfried and Roy. I don't even know who the fuck that is. That's how many I don't have a top five. You know who Siegfried and Roy is, I know the is, name. Bro. Exactly. That's all you need to know. That's one, bro. You're proving my That's point. That's two. I can give you it's a top Siegfried five rappers. Siegfried and then Roy. I think that's it. Is it really? I think it's Siegfried is one person. <laughs> then Roy is another. Yes. Anywhere there's a dude named Sick, huh? <laughs> I think, you know what's crazy is they're like, I don't even know one of them might be the name of the lion. Wait, is it like a, group? a tiger or something? Wait, what is the name? Is it Siegfried or Siegfried? I don't know. You should know this is your argument. Dude. I just know that they're good. Bro, I, just, not- I just know that right, those good. people are the top carnies, bro. They're they, carnies? Well, they're circus people, which is the same thing to me. They have I even Google. They this. have like an act at Vegas that gets millions of dollars and it's on a stage carnival like. So they're carnies to me. I mean, maybe. They make more money than Lil Wayne. All right, Sick Sickfried is one name, and Roy. So two people were a duo of German American magicians and entertainers, Entertainer. best known for their appearances with white lions and white tigers. Yes. Oh Jesus! So See? it sounds like some carnival shit. Some carnival shit. But my Dude. point still lives. There's not. A, give me number two. Hold on. You're telling me that it's you're more like the fame of carnies is more popular than musicians. You're definitely out of your not. Mind. I'm not. I'm definitely not. I'm just saying it. it Hold on. So Hold you're telling me that Siegfried and Roy is more famous than a famous Little musician? Than Lil Wayne? Fuck yeah. No. All day. 
More people came to watch Siegfried and Roy than Lil Wayne. For sure. Combined? For sure. What about Lil Wayne in like Louisiana? What do you mean? There's got to be more people going to see him there. There's just black people there, though. I'm not even <laughs> trying to be racist. Hold on. It's Louisiana, bro. This is Las Vegas. Money. It's all about money. Are they still doing shows? Dude, they were until they... I don't, I don't really know much about them, but all I know you is that... You brought them up as your person. Because they are the guys when it comes to Carney stuff. Like, they're the people in Vegas that got more money than anyone for being on that stage, bro. And it's Vegas, so you know people paid high dollar for those tickets, bro. There's got to be million dollar tickets to sit like front stage, bro. At some point in time, you know, I don't know about now, but like when they're at their prime or whatever, and you had like, like a big concert or something in there, and someone's like, I want to go see Siegfried and Roy. Like that shit had to be expensive, bro. That's all I'm saying. It had to be more than a Little Wayne concert for damn sure, because Little Wayne is not performing in Vegas like these dudes are every fucking night. You know what I mean? This was so, a duo for years, bro, in Vegas, where the most money is ever, bro. And if you can't say you've been to a Siegfried and Roy concert, you're probably like not like a big person. Here's a crazy story since I looked them up. <clears throat> so I guess um, Roy's first name or Roy's last name is Horn. So check this out. It says the owner of Astoria Theater in Berman saw fish. I'm probably going to ruin this fish bar and Horn's act. Uh, aboard a Caribbean cruise ship, recruited the duo to perform at a nightclub. Uh, that's not what I was trying to read. Hold on real quick. There's a Tiger incident in 2003. Oh, yeah. it, says, it says, during a show at the Mirage, which is in Vegas, I'm assuming, on Horn Roy's Horn's birthday on October 3rd, 2003, a seven-year-old white tiger named Manticore attacked Horn. The name of the tiger has frequently been misspelt as Manticore. Um, as part of the act, but veering off script, they say Horn held his microphone to Manticore's mouth and told him to say hello the, to the audience. Manticore responded by biting Horn's sleeve. Horn swatted the tiger and barked release while standby trainers unsuccessfully attempted to distract the cat with cubes of meat. Possibly incited by Horn's retreat, the tiger leapt at Horn, swinging his legs and knocking him off his feet. What a crazy got attacked by a tiger on stage let's read the end of it trainer lawrence later contradicted uh horn's explanations for why the tiger attacked horn alleging it was due to horn's mishandling of manticore the duo dismissed lawrence's claim saying that he had problems in his life anyway lawrence later said that he believed the duo and mirage covered up the real reason for the attack in order to protect their image damn so he got attacked can you imagine going to the mirage and watching Siegfried and roy and then they get attacked by a white lion yeah Tiger, I meant. Shit happened. Are there white lions? You had to expect it to happen every time you went. That was the reason why you went, right? There's the white lion. I knew there was a white lion. Yeah, you had to hope that that shit happened every time you went. That's the reason why you went. That's why we watch NASCAR, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, watch them crash. Oh, Jesus. It's They're gonna messed up. There's some hardcore NASCAR, NASCAR fan. Like, God damn it, I love the way they go in circles. <sighs> it is what it is, bro. We trouble. hope for the big wreck. It's sad. It really is. But, I mean, isn't that why we watch boxing? To hope someone gets knocked out. No one wants to see a fight where they just sit there and peck at each other. It's life. weird to think that. You're absolutely right, by the way. <laughs> it's life. Like, if I had 10 clips of a carnival and I said, uh, you could pick any 10 you want, but one of them, a uh, tiger attacks a guy. A guy. You're like, no that's the one. Asked. Yeah. No questions asked. <laughs> right? No questions asked. It's weird how we do that, huh? It's the way the world works, bro. But those are the clippable moments. Those are the, the everyone could see a tiger. 
but seeing a tiger attack someone. It's weird how our minds grasp things that we can't fathom. They say that's why true crime is like a major thing in, in the U.S. Yeah, people, yeah. is because I always feel weird about it because I'm like really into true crime. I'm like, but like I, I've never killed anyone. I couldn't even fathom that. But no. they say that's why you're into it is because you're intrigued by the idea that someone could. And that's like part of it. Definitely the case. Definitely the case. I feel like that's why you get a certain type of people doing a certain type of job. Explain. Because um, you, <laughs> if you get like a mechanic, you. Okay, well. I would assume he's hoping the car doesn't fall on him. Well, I mean, I mean like, all right. <laughs> Let me give you an example. Give me one. Someone who likes to save lives is probably the kid who was. Okay, that's a better example. But I get what you're saying. what I'm saying? Yeah. He's probably the kid who was like, oh, no, Tommy, don't do that backflip on the skateboard. You could break your neck. And Let me put a pillow down or something. That's you know almost I mean? like a. There's those kids, ooh, though. It's almost like Munchausen syndrome. You ever seen that? So they have Munchausen syndrome and then Munchausen by proxy. So Munchausen syndrome is when you like to, it's kind of different than what we're talking about. That's like whenever you like to, um, you'll almost invent how you're sick because you like the idea of conquering it. Munchausen by proxy is typically mothers that will make their kids sick on purpose because they like the ability to take care of them. Take care of them. So a lot of moms that are in jail for child abuse, are be, they yeah. usually have that because they're, they enjoy in a weird, corrupt way taking care of their kid. And wow, when their kid's sick. healthy, they're like, it doesn't fulfill that. Right. So they'll intentionally give Get them something. Sick. Or sometimes they make it up, which is like a lighter level of it. But sometimes they actually will like poison these kids kid. yeah. just so they can like take care of take it. Take care of them, which is horrible. And then they all make, I watched some stuff on it. They make like uh, GoFundMes. Some of them make GoFundMe accounts. And they will like um, extort essentially their children for money. They'll put up like. I saw one where a lady shaved her kid's head and claimed that the kid had cancer and would like set her up looking feeble and like weird things and they would post and they would donate to her and they busted her. That's wild, huh? Horrible. The things people will do for money, man. But I mean, is it for the money or is it her mental illness? It's probably both. I feel like she gets gratification out of That's the horrible thing. Is it the addiction or the illness? Because there's an addiction to it. Yeah. It's to the point where they're just addicted to taking care of them. They don't know anything else. Can't you almost call anything an illness though? Like. Oh no. If you look at the book on mental illnesses. I'm not saying you should, but I'm saying like, but let's be real. Everything has to be categorized in. That's what it is. That's it. That's it. Like you got to be able to treat something. So you've got to put it into a category. If somebody comes to you and you're someone who's there to help them, you've got to be able to categorize that and put that into a level of treatment. You've got to make a treatment plan for it. So therefore you've got to diagnose it as an issue. Yeah. So therefore everything can have an issue. Anything that you have going on with you can be categorized and come up with a level of plan and or care to get past that issue. So that's why everything gets categorized as a mental illness or such and so forth, because they just want the help. And without the diagnosis, you can't get help. I'm not even saying they always do it. I'm saying if you really, like, if you could, like, in every yeah, situation. You can't, yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not saying that I, they do. I'll give, you, I'll give you a specific, not very specific, but more specific than what we're talking about, is, like, you ever watch uh, Trials and, and stuff on TV where it's, like, uh, they always do the thing where they're, like, uh, they were found uh, incompetent because of mental health Such or whatever. And so forth, yeah. 
I always think, what is the criteria to even like meet to where like you can't even stand trial because like to kill someone or to even like commit a crime, like a major crime, you would think you are, something's got to be wrong with you. Yeah, so like, for sure. What point does it get so wrong that you get away with it? So the level of that is very clear and distinguished. Really? Yes. It's very clear and distinguished. If you do, I'm dealing with it currently Okay. with, with a friend of mine. Um, who's developed schizophrenia. Um, if you do not understand how the criminal system works, you can't be held accountable for it. Is that the criteria? That's the criteria. So if you can't fathom, or I shouldn't use no, the word no, fathom, no, 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 no. if you can't comprehend the consequences, then you're, then you're not held accountable for it. So the these dudes that act crazy and still get charged with murder, let's use that one. They it's understand one. that. So that's, what they're, that's what they're looking for? Yeah, they understand that. They went, they, what they want to know is when you knew that you did this, this crime, did you know that you would go to jail for it? Did you know that the criminal system existed and that there was a ramification for your action? You understand what I'm saying? If they can convince a jury and a try and a, and a, and a judge appears, well, a judge appears and a judge, a group of peers and a judge so a jury and a judge that you were competent to understand that when you made this offense, you knew that there was a criminal system behind it that was there to hold you accountable for it. And you understood how that criminal system worked. Mm-hmm. Then you're held accountable. So the people that get the insanity, they did not understand that there was a criminal system in place and they do not understand how that criminal system and justice system works. If you are not competent and cannot be held to understanding of the criminal system. Yeah. You cannot be held accountable. So it's, it's, and, and, and it's a very horrible thing. Cause it's almost like, well, what do you mean? Like, you know what I mean? But it, it's, that's it, it, what it is. If you don't know that you're held accountable for your actions, then you can't be judged for them. I bet it would be a hard time for investigators or maybe, have you ever been in a jury duty ever? Oh no, I can't be. But when you could be, well, you're a minor. I was a minor. I I always think it would be fun. And I know it sounds bad, but like, I think it'd be fun to be in a jury at least once in my life. But I hope it was like for something major. It doesn't have to be murder. Just something more like there's like twists and turns because I like, I want to be able to kind of like be put in a position where I have to figure some stuff out. I think it'd be kind of fun to go down a, a, a rabbit hole. That. But yeah. I mean, it's just so scary because at the end of the day, somebody's life. Yeah. And I'm saying it in a light way, but you're right. It's just someone's life that's at stake. So you'd have to take it way more serious. Yeah, and I mean, you're the one guy who could hang a jury. Yeah. I also recently figured that out. I didn't always know that, that it has to be unanimous either way. All the way. Either so it's either jury, everyone thinks you're innocent home. or everyone thinks you're guilty. Yeah. Otherwise yeah. it's hung. Yeah. I did not home. know that. I did not. I always thought it was a majority, like no. majority, no. majority. If there's a person that says, y'all got me fucked up, they will sit there all day and deliberate. And, and until then, they can get him to say or her to say, we agree. <laughs> no, sorry. That's a hung jury. That's got to be who runs that meeting, by the way, do you think? Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Is there like a head juror? No, hell no. That's a group of peers. That's, that's the way it works. It's a group of people who sit in a room together and deliberate and 
of course you're always going to have that person because unfortunately there's always that dynamic power inside of things. I'm a lawyer. I've been in this situation forever and I know I'm telling you. And then you got this dude who's like, I'll be real with you. I've never, ever been in this situation. I yep. stay at home and play video games. I play PlayStation, bro. I've never even seen this. That's how juries work. You know what I mean? It's kind if, of, and, and that's a horrible thing. That's if your your prosecutor and your and and your your lawyer are playing it right because they're the ones that ultimately have the option to say I don't like this juror I don't like the way he thinks I don't like the way she thinks so that's why it matters if you it, have a good lawyer ultimately bro yeah. everything is is on the person who's defending you it always blows my you. mind when people think they can represent themselves I've seen some where it's like what were you thinking and then. Well, and then now I've seen some more publicized ones, specifically the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp one, yeah. where his lawyer is so good that it makes me realize like, oh my God, like you need someone kind of exactly what you said to not only understand what's going on, but to read the juror, yeah, jury and to definitely. know what do I got to say for that person to understand? Well, the thing is, is she picked like read that a room. person. She picked that well, person. Well, she picked half, right? Yeah, so, and exactly. then the other So that's what I'm saying. She picked that person who she's going after, I'm so, sure. Yeah, you know? that's a weird dynamic because yeah. you're right. She's trying to convince the other people. She doesn't know. She doesn't care but about also, those people. But also she has to capture, make sure she maintains her, her side or him, whoever it is. But yeah. So, but she picked. Because you know she picked the people who ultimately are going to think her client is innocent. You have that right. Like you're going to go towards the people who you feel like are going to lean towards your client being innocent because you're picking your half of the jury. It also makes you realize how bad it's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Yes. You mean you were sitting here deliberating it and you're like, holy shit. Now realizing the concept of how horrible it's so horrible. Somebody can just say, yeah, I don't like this guy because he's black and I've got a white. Uh, I've got don't a, they do screening stuff to oh, make sure, but it doesn't matter. I'm not saying it hundred percent works, but how do you even screen for that? Right. You can't, Yeah. you can't, you can't. You, you, you can't go through a person's entire life and say, hey, you're not racist. Yeah. <laughs> well. I mean, you could try. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. No. I, <laughs> you can't. You can't say you're not biased to this situation because you didn't have a friend who's been in that situation or you didn't have a life experience yeah. that says something tells me different. Well, I guess that's the beauty of it having to be unanimous. Then, that's right? exactly because you can kind of why? weed out those people. Because it, no matter what, unless you all agree, we'll sit here for a month. Yeah. You know? And it's like, hey, you're not going to get me to believe this guy's guilty, bro. So what do you want to do? That's We're a hard have one. a hung jury. And then even like then beyond that, like home, though, there's ultimately. certain things that hit people certain ways. Like if I was, I'm trying to think of a good example. If I was in a jury and it was about a pregnant mom, there's only so much I can understand that. Exactly. Even my maximal understanding would be different. I'm not a woman, so yes. I wouldn't understand that. So, I, and I'm that. using one example. So that's another hard part is like what, like, so again, maybe a I've good attorney would find a way to relate that. Yes. That's exactly. got to be, that's a chess match. I guess it makes sense why these guys are in school it's all so a much. war. I mean, if you understand anything about lawyers, there's this terminology you can't use. It'll kill you. There's a whole book that they have on literal terminology. That like you, a lawyer couldn't use? That, that you can't use. I did notice they always ask, uh, it's not even questions sometimes. I don't know if this is like a, a, a tactic they teach you in law school, but I noticed they'll make a statement and then they'll, I'll give you an example. They'll say something like, 
you went home and then stayed home for about three hours and didn't call anyway, anyone, didn't you? They'll say things like that. Yeah. And then you uh, decided that you weren't going to do anything after that. Isn't that right? Yeah. Which is like kind of a question. Question, but, but they it's not. alluded it's you like to. It's like I shoved a statement in your head and then asked you to agree or disagree. Yeah, exactly. And I noticed they do that a lot. I wonder if that's like a tactic they teach Definitely. at law school. Definitely. That's what I'm trying to say. There's an entire book on wordplay. Uh, Which is a, more reason why you should represent yourself. Yeah, I had a friend <laughs> of mine tell me about that book. And he's like, yeah, there's a whole book on like terminology that you're not supposed to use and your average citizen just doesn't know it yeah it's like a taboo book like a book that's hard to find that's just like lawyers know about it you should really only represent yourself if you're also a lawyer and even then you would think that there's benefits to having like a liaison someone else yeah yeah i would never i hope i never get into a situation where i have to you won't. but it makes me but you never know dude like, <laughs> like I, I like you never I'm know like you can be sued for anything it doesn't matter but it, it like it makes me a little bit worried that like um i had a free attorney i had arrested when i was a kid i remember meeting her the day like literally the day like i think i got oh, arrested for, sure. for a ticket or no no i got arrested for a bunch of tickets as adults but this is my when i got arrested when i was 15 so i was an adolescent and i met i got a what, um, what's the free attorney called? Public defender. Public defender. And I remember them taking me to court and they're like, um, what, like, where's your, per-? they asked me and I'm like, I don't know who my person is. Oh, well it's fine. Just sit here. And they, I was in like a juvenile jail. So they yeah, had me where sure. all the jail people are. ADC. And she walked up and was like, I remember she didn't even introduce herself. She had like a notepad and then she was going over what my interrogation was. Oof. And then she was like, yeah, says, um, you didn't speak to cops at all. Good move. Um, <laughs> like that, that was, and she didn't like look at me like, hi, I'm Sarah. Like whatever her name was, I'm making up a name and like, I'm going to be your attorney. There was nothing. And I was a kid. I'm, I was 15 years old. And she was like, all right, good move there. I'm thinking we can get you out of there. And, um, all I want you to do today is just agree with what I say and, uh, don't make any facial expressions. And I was like, all right. And I met her that day and I remember getting up there and they're like, have you had proper time to like um, speak with your person. Yeah, and yeah. She told me to agree, even though I had it. And I was like, yes. Yeah. Like, has anyone persuaded you to, to commit to this? And I'm like, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe, maybe. like, I, I don't know. And then essentially like I, I was good, but I remember thinking like what, a, and a bunch of my friends were not by the way. And so I remember thinking like, what a terrible, but she must have like a bazillion clients. If she's the free attorney, like what, what matter did I mean to her? Yeah. And all the steps that took place before I even got there, she had no interest in at all. And so it's wild to think that there's a handful of people out there. That's their job is to just like shuffle through these Filter cases. These cases. I mean, it is what it is essentially. Unfortunately, when you look at it, you, you've got to think it's a, it's a, billion dollar industry man and you've got these these people just trying to filter through so many how much do public cases. defenders get paid not much not much I and i'm assuming they get paid a salary and not per client right at all because it doesn't seem like they're incentivized to get you off of anything well i feel like i'm not too sure on this i don't really know but i feel like it's more of like a, a stepping stone mm-hmm so, like, they put you over there at the public defender's office at the beginning, and they're like, let's see what you got. So, these guys are just trying to get out of that spot. Out of that spot. And the best way, in my opinion, I feel like they do it is they're making deals with the DA, like, which is the district attorney, the prosecutor. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of, like, trying to figure out, okay, like, 
let's tick for tat. Like, how does my, and, and I'm guessing, if I'm wrong, I apologize, guys. If you're a lawyer out there, I do, I do not mean to offend at all. <laughs> for real. You can guess. You're allowed to guess. I'm allowed to. Let's hear your guess. Um, my guess is that, you know, you're, you're taking cases because they're given to you. You're not allowed to choose which case you're getting. You know what I mean? Which would make sense. So you're over here like, okay, well, obviously this one's a no-brainer. Uh, let's communicate, DA. Let's say, let's give him this plea on this one and on this one. But is um, there a pay incentive? You're going to give me a plea. I feel like you're going to get a level, if you're with the DA. But if you're the public defender. And you're the public defender. What is the incentive? If yeah. you, Tony Brown, are a public defender today, what is your incentive to get people out of crimes? I don't if think it's not there pay, is an incentive to get them be, there out should be of something. pay. But that's just not it. That's not what a public defender's job is to do. A public defender's job is just to represent you. But They're not there sure. to get you out of anything. You pay a lawyer to get you out of something. Sure. They're it's, there because they're court appointed to be there for you because no one else is. So what, and you're right, I get that. What do you do if you're severely innocent and you're also severely poor? You go to jail. <laughs> that's uh, I'll look plain at you and tell you that shit. You go to jail. That's real talk. That's real talk. That's life. It's unfortunate, but that district attorney and that public defender, they're on a matchmaking basis to make that public defenders, in my opinion, once again, if I'm wrong, correct me, feel free to come on and hop on Mr. Palmer's podcast and tell me I'm wrong because I really wouldn't mind. Um, I'll have him on. Yeah, please. My my opinion is that I'm pretty sure you're probably incentivizing good cases versus bad cases and trying to make a career. So you're trying to say, well, in this case, it's very clear cut that I have someone who is going to give you a lot of money and probably give you 10 years of prison time and have no one to bail them out, no one to help them. So we'll go ahead and give you that person and you'll end up getting such and so forth amount of money. It's almost better to go into debt. Yeah. Paying a good attorney. If yeah. your freedom oh, oh, is on the line. If definitely. Free- definitely. And also if you're innocent and probably if you're guilty too. I mean, even on- if you're guilty, but like if you're, if that's what it is, like how much does freedom cost? Really? That that's, that's the thing is, is I would go into debt money for my freedom. Play. It's all a money play. And that sounds like an easy thing to do if you're guilty, but can you imagine the innocent guy or girl that knows not only did I not do this, I'm now going to have to go into debt just to prove I didn't do it oh, yeah. so I can get back to my free life and now be in debt. Well, the thing is, is it's unfortunate because you have, everything's based on the level of intelligence. Um, you have a kid like me who had they incarcerated me and I did do the time. Um, I would be compensated when I did get out per day. When if I you were falsely accused. Is that how that works, accused. by the way? I've yes. always wondered that. Yes. So, so if you get out. Yeah, if you can prove. They pay you for. Yeah, like oh, yeah. The every day. Oh, Jesus. Every day you're getting. A, 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 oh, yeah. And a fat check at that. Yeah. For every day you're falsely accused. So, yeah. You're getting paid. So that's what I'm saying. It all depends on how you're, you're taking this about. Are you one of them people who unfortunately is forced to be in jail because you can't make bond? 
You know what I mean? Because if you can't make bond, then yeah, you're getting paid every day. Or are you one of the people that can make bond and you don't want to make bond because you ain't got shit going on out here like a Malcolm X or something and you're stacking up that fucking check and you're hoping they keep you falsely in prison because you have someone who has your back to say, hey, look, for every day you falsely imprisoned him, I'm about to hit your ass for 100000 You know, whatever the case is, you know yeah. what I mean? It, that's just what it is, unfortunately, in life is there's different levels of different people who know someone that can help them or whatever the case is. You know what I mean? You have people who have, Muhammad Ali's who have avoided going to war and went to prison and got out and still held their level of fame and they defied the government. You know what I mean? They they straight up told him, I'm Muslim. It's against my religion to go fight for your war and kill another Muslim because you tell me to. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, I took money. Have another person do that. For instance, my uncle, he's Mexican. He went to, he went and fought. And since he, I believe, so he, he went, he fought in a, um, I don't want to say Vietnam because that was a little too. It's the most recent big war. Other yeah, than it was the, a big war such as that. I'm not too sure what it's it was. your grandfather is most likely Vietnam yeah. or World War II. Yeah. So he went and he fought in one of those, but, uh, He's Mexican. He got his papers, but he didn't necessarily get citizenship. This is, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up. That's what Alex Paz is doing right now in, yeah. in Mexico, where he's helping deported veterans, which is a weird-ass phrase, right? It's insane. Right, by the yeah, way. a deported... So that's kind of what de- you're saying. That's exactly what so my uncle is. What happened? Because I, so, I never understood that. How, so, basically what my uncle told so me So, you is, can you can get in the army and not be a citizen. So, basically what they told him is, if you join the army, we'll give you citizenship. If you fight for us in this war, we'll give you citizenship. He fought for him, got out the fucking war, and they didn't give him citizenship, bro. He's only, like, got basically, like, some form of war visa. I'm not too sure exactly what it it is, but he can't. He can get an ID, but it doesn't have the star. Yeah. So he can't go get on a plane. Like the real ID. The real ID. Whatever. You know what I mean? So he can't go to Mexico and come back. You know what I mean? Like Wait, I always so tell him, let's go to Juarez. He's like, oh, hell no. I ain't coming back. If I come back, they're not going to let me back. If that's I kind of wild, man. That's Which is, so wild. Fucking sacrifices. Like he's a Marine. That's he's crazy a Marine. That, that this is a thing. I think that. It's see, I would love to have Alex on for that reason. It, it, I would love to join that pod because we've communicated so much and we had the conversations uh, about being how the similarities of inmates and, and, uh, and, um, our, our military people, at war, yeah. people are at war are so similar and we both have the same fight, the same. And I mean, it's such a different fight. Let me, let me say that. I salute yeah, you It's guys. not the same. You know what I mean? But, I salute the, you guys, but the, uh, the ramifications, inner, the, inner, the inner fight, the internal battle of life and death and being on the front line and not knowing what's going to happen to you at any point in time and being away from your family and such and so forth is very similar. The yeah. aspects of it. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree, but that's crazy. I did not know that, man. You know, what's funny ironic, I should remove the word funny, is that I don't think most people know that. Because no. the more I hear about it, the more I'm like, I think if people paid them as much attention to that as they do a bunch of other, uh, as much as they do the Amber Heard and Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp case, case. Yeah. we would have a bunch of soldiers back here. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Because you 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 take into consideration, like, these are, these are families, bro. These are, these are wives. Well, wives. Also, not just husbands. 
wives and, that are being deported, man, that worked. And they did work so we can sit here and have this podcast. Exactly. And we do, we love nothing more Freedom. in this country than to glorify, which is a, in a good way. I'm not saying in it's a bad thing, yes. but we hold people that fought for this country to a higher level. Yes. But it's crazy that a, or a, a big population of people that Don't also even. did that aren't even here. And we kind of just. They're gone. I think if people knew they would care, I think it's a lack of uh, pushing it out there. I think that. Even as you brought it up to me, I was like, whoa, I heard this. I think people that listen to this podcast will feel the same way. And yeah. if there was a way to get it out even bigger, I think people would be like, wait, what? It's 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 such a big problem, man. You have. But it doesn't seem. So much false. You would narrative. not know that. It, it is so far down the level of issues we have in this country. Yeah, for sure. Like, but it's such a big one. It's, a, right? it's a huge one. You've got dads and moms being taken away from their kids and they're, they fought. For that exact reason not to be taken away. You understand what I'm saying? And they're, dude, it's, it's insane. I have a, a cousin who, who was recently border patrol and he's just like, I can't do it anymore, bro. I, he's military. He, he's military, frontline military, went to Iraq, I believe twice, came back, uh, doesn't know anything but that form of work. Right now he's working security at a, as a bouncer at a bar. Because he knows that type of work, militant, keep people in line type of work. You yeah. know what I mean? It's what he knows. Um, but he worked border patrol and he couldn't hang. He's like, I just can't do it. I can't take kids and families and separate them and know that that little kid that I just busted with his dad may not see his dad for three years because he's in a camp and I separated them. Yeah. He's like, that shit blew my mind, bro. I couldn't do it. I'm sitting here lying to this kid telling him everything's going to be okay and he may never see his dad again because we don't have the proper procedure to get this kid's name down and his dad's name down and make sure that they don't separate. These kids are separating, bro, yeah. from parents. And there's no returning them. There's no way to return them. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That blew his mind. He's like, I can't do this. Quit. Off the jump when he realized that he's like, I quit and do this, bro. Um, that kind of thing in our, in our society is the same kind of thing we're talking about. Like in general, like we just, if you don't know, you don't know. When he told me that I was like, whoa, bro. Like I didn't, like, I didn't realize that was happening. I had no clue. And had we known that's when you really make an impact, right? Is when you get it out there. And so you're right. I know we. it's crazy how this conversation has developed into this, right? Yeah. Because that's kind of what we're talking about. But like, uh, cause we talked about being in a jury and like all the information all that, and representing yeah. yourself and like it kind of led into this, but you're right. If we knew that was an issue, like I think people would care more. Definitely. I care hearing it now, but this isn't what's on my Facebook. This isn't what's on it's CNN not the or, or Fox. That's pushed. And that's, that's just it. It's, it's money. We, we go back to this conversation so much, bro, when it comes to petroleum, when it comes to free energy, when it comes to uh, education, when it comes to making drugs legal, when it comes, you know, recreational drugs legal, everything. There's got to be some money in it. All of it and everything is a money ploy. If there is some form of profit coming off of it, it's very hard to tell Whoever is making that money, you're no longer going to make that money because we deem that it's not right. Yeah. 
or that it's not beneficial anymore because it's a chain of people collecting that money, including the government, bro. The government gets their profit off of every $10,000 it's made. You know, damn well, they're getting a cut. That's just how it works. It doesn't matter where that 10000 comes from, bro. They get a cut of it. They get their percentage. And ultimately, that's what matters. Whether it's petroleum, whether it's education, whether it's uh, mental health, whether it's drug abuse, substance abuse, whether it's prison reform, all of it has a dollar sign at the top of it that some politician is making money off of. So we've got to worry about what politician were stepping on their toes by bringing up this agenda and by saying, hey, we need to correct what is currently going on. Yeah. Oh, man. That's what it comes down to. That's exactly <laughs> what Steve Kerr is over there crying. And I, and I hear the man. Yeah. That's exactly what he's playing. Someone who, whose father was assassinated. You yeah. know what I mean? And what can you say? but I understand this man's plea. You know what I mean? It's a common universal feeling. If you are part of mankind to want to help mankind, especially children, especially children, but there's also that common issue of every single person has to get a profit and has to get a dollar and has to maintain that generational wealth yeah for the next person in their family and a lot of that has to do with the current system that we're in man to switch that means a lot of people are switching power and it's just that simple we're in a time right now where the power switch of money is going to happen 